0: We're learning the fourth sikha of Chai Yisodha and in Chelek on page 174. Shir today is being learned by the Nishmas, Rabbi bin Yamin, bin Kaltman. This is a Sikha on the Rashi, this week's Parsha, very Gishmaka Sikha. And also later, the Rebbe will explain a very interesting, seemingly strange Gemara in connection to this Posik. In posseh, Vayezhev Avram, Vayikach Isho Shmo The Pasik says, Avram Avinu, took another wife and her name is Keturah. Is Rashi mefadesh? Rashi explains, Keturah zu Who is Keturah? She's Hagar. Vinikras Keturah al-shayim The name Keturah is because her deeds were beautiful like the kteris, like the incense. Vishakashra pischa, And also because she tied closed her opening. Shalinizdavga yom sheparsham avram. She did not have relations with any other person from the time that she left Avram. From Fashnein, so on this Rashi, we have the following questions. Aleph. The first question is: What is the hechrich from Pshutis Shomikras Ketura zu Hagar? Where do we see in the simple Pshat of the Pasik that Ketura is Hagar? V'Adarav. On the contrary, from Pashtas Loshna Kasev, from the simple words of the pasuk, that Avram Avinu added and married another wife, is Mashma as Vayikachisha Meito Anayel Kichasisha. That here Avram went and married another wife, Ben to the Fridege, in addition to the previous wives that he was married to. in Medrash The Medrash asks this question on this pshat that K'tura is Hogar, but how could he say that if it says v'yosef, which simply means he married another wife that he wasn't married to before. Beis, the other question there is, V'n dem Rashi zogt dem Tzveit tam mit when Rashi says the second reason for her name Keturah, he says it with a vav, connecting the two reasons. Vinikras Keturah, al Shem that she's also called Keturah because her deeds are beautiful like Tiris, pischa, and because she tied her opening. Rashi does not say as he usually does when he brings a second interpretation. Says so it's moving, it's understood, as Rashi lerent, that Rashi is telling you here, as those is nit bazundere pirushim. These are not two different interpretations of the name, Vin as it's quoted in the Madrish, as two different interpretations. Why her name is Keturah. It's two reasons for one pirush of the name Keturah. That says, that the name Keturah is miramez of the beide and sezamen. The name Keturah hints to both of these details together. Loshon Keteiris. It means the Keteiris. That her deeds are beautiful like Keteiris. On Loshon Kshida. V'Shekoshra Pizcha. Also that it means to tie. That she tied her opening. Dar from Fashnein. So the question there is. From Vanat Nemt Rashi. What's Rashi's source? In the simple reading and understanding of the Pasek. That her name Keturah is because of two different reasons. Medrish as does Pirushim. And unlike the Medrish, which brings these two meanings of her name as two different interpretations. Gimel, the third question on this rashi is the Kushya the question the Mepharshim will ask here. Earlier in last week's Parsha by Yeda, it says that she went and she got lost on her way. What does this mean? Rashi Khazra Ligilule This means that she returned to the Avadizara of her father. Ain't if so? This doctor Rashi does masek like Her deeds are beautiful, like Tairas. If she returned to her fathers of Edizarem, the beer and them. So the explanation in this Rashi here is as follows. So first to understand, where does Rashi take from in the Posik in the psukim that ketura is hogar? Das was is machriach Rashi to zogi. zu hogar. What brings Rashi to say that Keturah is Hagar is Akashia Nitin dem proti is the a question that we have not on this individual posek here, nor in the kolles the sipur from Avram Hagar, but actually in the general story regarding Avram and Hagar. Rashi at frir Rashi already told us earlier as Avram that Avram converted and brought the men to serve Hashem, and Sarah influenced the women. If so, If we see Avraham Avinu had an influence on people, all men, the men on the outside. He definitely had a tremendous influence on the people in his own home. Actually regarding Gishmal himself, we see Avraham had a positive influence on him. Was He went out for, with bad behavior. However, we know that he did tshuva still in the lifetime of Avram Avinu, and of course, with the influence of Avram. If so, the question there is: How is this possible that Hagar returns to her father's house when Avram, and Avram could not influence her to do tshuva? Now i a Zogin, you cannot say what you would think simply the answer for this is this is the far, was Hagar had the It's because Hagar was away. She returned to her father's house. So Avram had no contact with her. And like it was in, we learned before in last week's parasha, that Avram Avinu sent Hagar away together with Ishmal. while by the because at this time over here in, in Parshas Chai Yisara, which comes after the story of Da This con- uh, situation of the um, Oma, which is Hagar, and her son, which is Yishmael, that they were expelled, that was already battle. They returned back home. As Shnei Naarav, Rashi himself says that when Avram Avinu goes with his two Naarav, his two young lads. To the Akedah, who was one of them, Yishmael, was there with Avram. and it's it's simple that that Hagar was together with Yishmael with, with with her son by by Avram Avinu. If so, the question remains: How is it possible that Hagar returned legilulei be'savia? What's with Avram's influence on his own wife and his own family? Of them, so therefore, Rashi here tells you zu Hagar, That when the Taira here refers to the wife of Ramavinu married as Ketura, this is Hagar Ketura Hulu, and she, her name Keturah is that she, she yes yeah, she has beautiful deeds, which means as Ena The Taira here is telling you that this is actually what happened. Anruf and mit namen The fact that the Taira switches her name. It doesn't refer to her with her real name of Hagra, but it switches her name to Ketura, named the Pasik Sumeramazain. The Pasik here is hinting to you as it's Zeneshain Noah Masaik That now she did Shuva and her deeds are beautiful like Ektaris. Because in fact, she did Shuva on this that she returned to her father's Ezra. So Adarabba, this is exactly why the Apostolic is using this unusual name of Keturah to answer the question that you have, what's going on with Hagar? How is it possible that Avraham Avinu is not influencing her? With this, it's very precise, the words of Rashi, and it's, it's sweetly understood why Rashi says, Keturah, this is Hagar. Nit, he hagar, not the more usual expression in Lashon which is, Kutura she is hagar. Alderach Lashon HaKasov, as we find in one of the Psukim in this week's parsha, he, she, or this is Khevrayim, but it uses the term he, as opposed to zu, as you find similar in other places. So what's the difference between these two expressions, he and zu? He Hagar, she is Hagar, which is a Loshen This is an expression that you use in Lashan Kaidish when you're speaking about someone that's not here, that's not present, someone that's Nister, someone that's not here. Volkemein. So, what that would mean over here in this context, as do by the ret kenenet Hagar. Learning the P'sukim in the Parsha here, nobody's thinking about Hagar. She's not a subject. She is She's somebody that's out of the picture. She's gone. So then, if Rashi were to say that ketura he Hagar, although we're not thinking about or speaking about Hagar, but nevertheless, ketura she is Hagar. Then Mizaktab zu Hagar. However, what does Rashi say? Keturah that is, this is Hagar. What does this mean? Main as Hagar is The term zu is when you speak to somebody directly, which is present right over here. Why is Hagar why is present? Where in the Psukim here are we speaking about Hagar? The answer is, there's a question that the learner has when he's learning here, and he's thinking about Hagar. The ben Benchamesh is arguing and asking, What's going on with Hagar? Why do we not find regarding Hagar that, that she did shuvah? So this is a question that the learner is actually having when he's learning the Pesukim here. He's looking in the Psukim. Where, where do I see that Hagar did shuvah? And therefore, Rashi says, Yes, in fact, you're thinking about this Hagar. She's present, she's on your mind. This is actually hogar. Right here, the Possek is telling you, This is the Hagar you're thinking about. Which you are asking and inquiring about what's going on with hogar. Zu hogar. This is hogar. Unbelievable how one word here, zu. The way that Rebbe teaches, zoo Zu, is when you're learning the Psukim properly and you have a question, so that's on your mind. So that's the zoo right over here. This is the Pasik is addressing an obvious question that comes up. Rashi kenzochabanidba gnuganim middem tamale. However, Rashi is not satisfied just with this interpretation that ktura means that her deeds are beautiful like Titus. Palermo's thought that it's true as it's this known Masak Tatis that now her deeds are beautiful like Titus, she did chuvil given outside was but if there was a time period that she returned to the David's at her father's house so volta vramo vino was given at no betachlis it the night so vramo vino which was 100% modest he would not go and, and marry her if, while she went back to her father's house to have a and she had a relation with someone else. Right before this the postage speaks about Yitzchak that married his wife Rivka. So, Sarah was uh, modest to the greatest degree. And Rivka as well similar to Sarah so after the Pasuk tells us the story how Yitzchak marries Rivka a wife which is at Tznuah Betachlis so after this it would come and tell us that Avram Avinu married Ketura, which is someone that was not at Znur, at least in her past that she had a relation with someone else the Riber is Rashi Mamsheikh so therefore Rashi continues based on the context of the Psukimir and explains immediately Vishakashra and she tied her opening The name indicates that she did not have any relation with anybody from the time that she left Avram. So therefore she's fit that Avram Avinu should remarry her. So this explains how we know that this is Hogar and why Rashi brings the two Pshatim and the meaning of the word ketura. But now here the rabbi will go further to explaining the details of this rashi apipnimy sanyanim. A based on what we learned until here, as mitnomin ketura is the posik mirames, as hogar, haturah of That the word ketura the name, indicates and it, it hints to the idea that Hagar the Shuvah. Kemazbaz and Apipnimius so we now can explain on a deeper level, etl chaptim in posik. Some details here in the Pasig was Zeloide,nitgalactic, akopponema pi, nimi that are not smoothly understood, at least if you look at it with a deeper lens of pnmi Aleph, the first question here is: Vibalt, as zu Hagar, if in fact, Katura is his previous wife that he was married to Hagar, vi pasttel lohin by of So how does the Pasik say by which seems to say that he added and married a new wife? Viefphrat medish kanal Aleph. As the Medish asks, quoted earlier. Now, is this nitkin Learning the simple understanding of the Pasik, this is not a question. Even if it's true that ketura is hagar, by given But because he's now freshly remarrying her, The So you could use the expression of Ayasev that he's adding that this is a new l'kiche. Furthermore, Earlier, when he was married to her, he was married to her in a status of her being a maidservant. Now Avravenu marries her as a wife. At least on the level of a Pilegish a concubine. Now, what does a Pelekesh mean? The only difference between a Isha and a Pelekesh is that a regular wife, also has a ksuba, the marriage contract, and all the details that are written into the ksuba. And Pelegesh, mer nitvas b'loy ksuba. A Pelegesh is really a full wife, it's just that without this ksuba, without the marriage contract. But she's, her status is being completely elevated from being just a maidservant to becoming a wife. So therefore this is something new, that Avram Avinu, yes, he was married to her before, but as a maidservant, not in the status of a wife. And now he marries her as something new, a wife. So it's not a question in the simple P'shat of the However, the Rebbe will explain the expression of a Yosef, that it means literally, absolutely new, according to P'nim as will be explained. another question here is, Why is the fact that her deeds are beautiful specifically compared to and not anything else. That's beautiful. Gimel. The third question here is: For is the merames Why does the Taira hint this idea here? Was Hagar a That, that Hagar dafke in dem pasik, dem as Avrama where it speaks about the fact that Avram went and married her. Especially according to what the Rebbe said before, this is really a question that comes up when the learner is learning the Psukimir, Like, what's going on with Hagar? Why is Avram not influencing her? So the Torah has to tell us that yes, in fact, she did do tshuva. So, why is the Torah saying this specifically here when Avram Avinu remarries her? So, to explain this, in Chesidus is a Chiluk, zwischen der avede von Avram, Malzain, und der avede In it explains the difference between Avram Avinu's level in his serving Hashem before his bris and after his bris. Before the British, Avram's name was Avram, which means made Avram. What does Ram mean? Ram means exalted. He is elevated and removed of this world. Ram al Like the expression in the Pasik, exalted and higher from all nations. His Avaideh was primarily all within levels of Kedusha itself, not so much related to people on the outside. However, after the bris, is nomen Givarin Avraham. Here, his avedah changed. Now his name is Avraham, which is Av Hamoin Goyim. He's the father of the masses of all nations. As Erat Here, Avraham Avinu came and was working and dealing with and accomplished even amongst Goyim an kedusha. He elevated them to holiness. So the, whole, the nature of Avraham Avinu's avedah changed. And we find that this Aveda he accomplished through Sarah. We find regarding Sarah that she dealt with situations of Goyim or with Goyim, with the people outside from the nations of the world. And how? How do you elevate the good that's in them by separating the negative and then you have the ability to elevate the holy spark, the positive, the good that's in it. Where we find this by Sada. Sada was the one that said to expel Hagar and her son from the home in order to get rid of the negative and to be able to elevate the positive. So this is the, the, the concept and the method of the process of Birod Nitzitzes to elevate the sparks that there are in the world. That he lived with Avram, matgeich nach ptiris Now the level that Avram came to, an even greater level. Even after Sara passes away, is bashtanin in them, was Yasef Avram vaYikach Ishosh It It's it's hinted and it consists over here in this fact that Avram Avinu goes and marries Katura, aseret machse betshuvigven Yishmol and Hagar, that he brought Yishmol and Hagar to do shuvet. The idea what this means is. And at then in for that over here, Avram Avinu came to a new level that he was able to even refine and elevate Hagar and Yishmal, which was unable to be done before. In the lifetime of Sarah the process of the birur consists of removing the negative and then being able to elevate the positive. but the negative itself has to be removed. Over here, Avram Avinu was able to go and remarry. Keturah, Hagar, and to elevate the psilis as well. That's in them the explanation of what Avraham Avinu did here. when you elevate from the nations of the world the holy sparks was sara. So when this was accomplished through Sara herself, is not in klipus neiga. This is only in the area of klipus neiga. Was es is a klippe, but it's a mixture of good and bad is? So, what's the process of the refinement? By separating and rejecting what's waste and what's bad. And by elevating the good and the positive that's mixed in to this negative place. That's the process of the elevation through Sura. So, you have to find the, the point of goodness, the point and spark of holiness that's there in this negative place. So since the waste, the negative itself, does not have good, or does not have at least revealed good in it, the spark of, of godliness that's there is so concealed that it's not sensed at all. So the only way to deal with it is by rejecting it, by expelling. That was the level of bitter, of soda. This is the normal, ordinary, natural way, how you, the process of how you elevate a holy spark from a negative place. In order to be able to elevate small and Hagar themselves, it's not going to be enough to just try to identify and find the point of good that's mixed in in them. Because if you're going to try to find that, that point of goodness, you won't, you won't discover it. It's not going to come out because it's so concealed that it's impossible to identify. Here the, the process, the refinement has to be something much deeper. You have to be mechadish something. You have to find goodness within the evil itself. Which means just like you can take zdainis, that avedis that were done b'mezid, intentionally. And through a very deep tshuva, you're able to transform the zdoinus themselves into zachiyus. So here you can elevate something which is evil in itself. Which means the spark of Godliness is so concealed there and it's not sensed at all. Even that can also be, that psyllis itself could also be transformed and elevated. That's completely different. And that's the chiddush of Avraham Avinu that elevated and brought to Tshuva Yishmal and, uh, and Hagar. Thus is the beard, and the dry the the So now this explains and answers the three questions asked before regarding the name Ketura. Why it says VaYosef, and why specifically Ketayres, and why in connection to the marriage of Avram. So all of the first point, the When it says there VaYosef that Avram added. What, why does it emphasize this idea of added? Is an inyefunay safa. Because this, to take psalas, to take the waste itself and to elevate it, not only by trying to find a more ruchnisdiga aspect of the psailas which is susceptible to being elevated, which you see the godliness in it more on its surface, but even to go into the actual psalas itself and there to elevate it into Kedusha, is an inyefunay safa. You're adding something, it's a complete chiddush, this is something novel, totally new. This is connected to what the Tzemach says regarding the name of Yosef. The Tzemach Ben says, Yosef, acher. That Rachel said Hashem should give me another child. So the Tzemach Tzedek says, The idea of Yosef, which is his Safa, to add, is memacht as an acher, so aben. That you take someone which is an other, an outsider, and you bring him in, that he should become a son. He should become yours. He should become connected. The same thing over here, this is the idea of the hisafah to take from the psalis itself and add it into the world of holiness. Something that's completely disconnected from holiness and bring it in. And the hisafah is bishtain. The addition here is in two different senses. Aleph number one in velt. This is something which is being added in the world, in the possibilities of what's usually ordinary in the aved in the nature of the world. This is adding and bringing something totally new in the creation. Because if it's just the, the nature of things, the way it is in, in the world, the which are our Vedas, cannot be transformed in the Kiddusha. There's no remnants of holiness that you could sense here at all. So that's one Kiddush. To do something which is completely higher than the nature of things in the world but there's another Chiddush in Avram. There's a Chiddush in Avram himself. When the pasuk says, Va Avram goymer, It means that there was a new Chiddush that took place within Avram himself. In order to transform and elevate even the three completely impure Klippis, This is only by tapping into the power of the very essence of the Ebeshter himself. It's only the essence of Davish to himself, is as the Medrish says, any to himself, which one does he desire? In does he desire the actions of the Rishonim or the actions of the Tzaddikim? When it comes to Davish to himself, there is nothing that has any significance at all. It's all just him, what he decides, what he chooses. So, therefore, the nature of goodness or the opposite that we see is none of it is Teufis Makim. And because the Zedainis are not Teufis at all, they have no significance, this is the source, the the essence of the Eivishta himself is the source of being able to transform the Zedainis themselves into Zachias. As long as the Zedainis are something of significance, which is opposite of Zochius in its own right, in its own nature, so therefore it's a contradiction. Zedainis cannot be elevated into Zochius. But if Zedainis are Zedainis and Zochius are Zochius, only because the Avishet chooses so, because it's Atmos. He he decides what Zedainis and what Zochius is, but the Zedainis and the Zochius in their own right don't have any contradictory nature. So then, it's possible to elevate and transform the Zadanus and Tezachius. Und das ist der Pyrrishn bei Yosef Avram. So this is the deeper understanding of when it says, bei Yosef Avram, that there was an addition in Avram. As durch was bei Avram in his Niteisiv geworna, hechere, koach, It's when in Avram itself, there was a new revelation, a new level that was revealed in him. Was Nemtzach sich von Which stems from the essence of the Eberste himself. Hatte gekent dem Bider in Hagavishmah. This is what gave him the power to accomplish the or, to elevate even from Gimoklibus Atmaeus, Hogar and Yishmol as well. Bay is the second question we asked before regarding Kitaitis. Shinoem <speaking in Hebrew> Masaka Ktaitis Dafka, that we say that her deeds were beautiful, like Kitaitis specifically. Why ktaitus? Valder inu yud al-samimani kitaitis is one of the ideas that it says about the eleven incenses is alef the so it's known that the number 11 not like the number 10 which is in holiness but the number 11 refers to the 10 crowns of impurity and here the point is ketetes her deeds were beautiful like titus like the titus in the base mikdash which is taking this number 11 related to klipa and elevating it into holiness gimbal so this idea that she did show is being said here specifically regarding her be- remarrying of Avinu the tachlis for Yikachisha is the idea of getting remarried to her is having children is an giving birth is, is this concept of addition and a new child that comes into the world as it happened over here that he married her and she gave birth on the myth is Musbe, was the Chuva von Hogar, was in Yan is a the canal, the Chuva of Hogar, which is not just something which is natural in the process of elevating the sparks in the world. But this is something completely novel. Bringing from a place of gemul at mei, sancta kedusha, that is It's hinted specifically here where it talks about Avram of you, marrying a wife. With the, the, uh, the purpose of this? As the pasuk continues and says that she gave birth to children. So that's the connection to this subject of tshuva here. So this explains all the details in the, the name Keturah. Everything is exact and precise of why we're hinting it specifically by Yosef, Keturah, Titus, and connection to the marriage. Now, as I mentioned, the Rebbe brings in here an interesting, seemingly strange gemara. Connection to this pasik is a very difficult gemara to understand. It brings in this posseh. The sons of the sister of Rab his nephews. They were sitting in front of Rabtafan. As Rashi says, they, they didn't engage in conversation with him. They were sort of ignoring him. So Rabtafan opened up the conversation and said, as Rashi says, He wanted to get them to talk. Avram Avinu went and married another wife, and her name was Yechani. So Rashi says, He was just saying something like this, something unusual, changing a word in a pasic in order to get them to respond, that they should begin speaking with him. So they actually responded and said, Not It says in So he referred to them as the children of Ktura. This is the Gemara. Very strange incident that the Gemara is sharing here. Isn't it move on? So the question is, Aleph number one for us that tells us the Gemara bechla. Why is the Gemara even sharing the story? The only thing it brings out is it's about the, the negative behavior of uh, Rabb nephews. B'frat as is the chaklal. Especially there's a rule as a full of begnus beheme tmei le The Torah stays away of even speaking in negative terms regarding a beheme. That's tmei. Allah has come of a come of begnusim from Definitely to speak about the negative behavior of the nephews of Rabb there has to be a lesson that we're learning out from this, and that's why it's brought in the Gamada. What's what can we learn from this story? Bay as even, there are many different methods how to get somebody to talk, to engage them in conversation. Not having to use a posik and misconstrue the pos in order to get them to uh, speak to you. How are you using a pasuk and Teire for something mundane to try to engage your nephews in a conversation? When he switched the name in the pasuk, why did he specifically choose this name? Seemingly, if he wants to switch it, switch it to say that her and her name was Hagar. It's different than the, the name that the Pasuk actually says. It says but it, the content of it is true. This is Hagar. At least according to the majority of opinions. Even the other opinions that disagree, is the the Daitam, Elovela Divriel However, everybody agrees that all opinions have truth to it. As we find regarding the arguments of Basil and Bishamai, the Gemara says, There's truth to both opinions, so much so that even Basil knows that there's truth in Bishamai's opinion, and therefore Bishamai's opinion is quoted first. Same thing over here, everybody agrees that there's truth to the meaning of this Pasek that it refers to Hagar. So that would be something which is actually accurate. So even changing from the name Keturah to the name Hagar would be enough to get their attention and begin speaking to them. So how do we explain this uh, strange incident in the Gemara here? So we can understand this by first prefacing what the Gemara tells us, Kolam Ben If you teach your friend son taira, ki yoldai. The Tayrah considers it as if you gave birth to this person that you teach him tayrah. Why is that? <inaudible> when you teach somebody tayrah, vertman is This individual becomes like a completely new entity. is <inaudible> So it's like you give birth to him. Now hagam when it says anybody. That teaches his friend Tayra is mashma afilo in So simply, simply this refers to teaching anybody Teyre on, on any level, even someone that already has knowledge in Teyre. Is this abuvan, however it's understood, is this it's understood that This refers primarily to somebody that up until this point had no relation to learning Teyre at all has in the Ben So now the one that's teaching is accomplishing something completely new, opening him up to Tater, which he had no relation to. which is not the case if he already learned Tater before, is of So you're only adding to the information and who he was before with the Tater that he knew, so then it's not a hishatchas, it's not completely novel. Rashi, with this we could understand a, a certain change in the language of Rashi, Oif the and Meisha. There's a Rashi in the beginning of Chomish Midbar when it speaks about the children of Aaron, and the Pasik says that these are the children of Aaron and Meisha, even though it doesn't mention Meisha ben his children here. So Rashi says, Vinikru tail this Meisha." we refer to them as the children of Meisha, because Moshe Rabbeinu taught him Tayrah And Melamed, from here we learn, Shekola Melamed Khulu, anybody teaching someone tayrah, Maila Olova Kosov, Kiilu Yoldai. Taira considers it as if you gave birth to this person. But here, Rashi uses the expression Kiilu. In other words, when we learn out from here to anybody, anybody that teaches Taira, that it's as if you gave birth, but it's only Kiilu, as if. Then in the next Rashi, B'yayim Dibet Hashem Maisha. And over here, Rashi is speaking specifically about Moshe Rabbeinu and his relation to Aaron's children. Here Rashi says, this, They have become his children. So there's a difference here in the language of Rashi. When he speaks about the children of Aaron and saying that they are the children of Moshe, They become his children. With Ari as if. When it says about anybody that teaches someone Taita, is Here, the expression that's used is that it's as if you gave birth to this person that you teach him. So, what's the reason for this difference? The reason is, when it comes to the children of Aaron that Moshe Rabbeinu taught them, is the day that Hashem spoke by Har Sinai, this is the day that they began learning Taita for the first time. Mashalom, Adme Piakvura, Mashal teaches them what he heard from Hashem. Fun Mashah, and they're learning it from Mashah. And anaifun fun This is something completely brand new. Then as a demo, and told this maisha, and therefore they become the children of Maisha on And here Rashi does not even use the expression of as if. Mashah Enkin kolam alam et But when Rashi applies this and says that from here we could learn out similar to anybody that teaches his friend's child Taida, and this clue includes all kinds of circumstances including somebody that already knows Teyre before. Is What we can say equally about all circumstances by teaching Teyre. That says if you give birth to him because you're teaching him new information of Teyre. But not literally that it becomes your children because he already has information of Teyre from before. So we see over here when you teach someone Teireh and it's in a complete new novel way that he had no relation to Teireh. It's like he's born again. It's like literally like your child that is a Heschat, absolute Khiddush. So this also explains the story with Raptarfan and his nephews. Rabtaarfin, what Rabtaarfin saw was as Bnei Achsei, his nephews, which are the sons of his sister, instead the Nechayach, so Havanas HaVannes HaTeyre. They had no connection to learning and understanding Tata. If Rabtafim wants to engage them in conversation, what does Rabtafim want to speak to them with? About the weather. And he wants to speak to them about Divri Taylor. And they weren't interested in talking to him. They had no relation to him in Divri Taylor. But since these are his nephews and they have a connection to him, and there are other points of the Gemara where we're talking specifically about nephews that are the sons of his sister, and the Gemara says that the nephews son of a sister have a similar nature to the brother so they're connected to him in nature not only they're related but also connected to him in that way so he wanted to accomplish he wanted to influence them to to bring them in to open them up to understanding Teireh that there should be a birth a new birth in them and really without a kielu, but a completely new Kiddush to bring them into to so therefore, we can understand now why he brings the Pasuk that we're speaking about here. So he brings an Inyan, he brings something similar that we find in Taira, a lesson that Avram added and married another wife. As the Pasuk immediately says, what was the marriage? That he had more children. So he's bringing a Pasuk which speaks about a new birth. Married, getting married and giving birth. Azoi ha-t-raptarfun geton apu'ule So we hear was bringing the koeh of Taira, the lesson of Taira, and what he wanted to accomplish is to open up to oiveton in b'nei achsek, Kadeshi Dabru in Taira. That they should speak in Teireh, their kilu Yalda, That this birth of Taira should take place in them. That's why Avram Avinu, sorry, raptarfun uh, that is, brings this posach about Avram Avinu and ketura. But here as we'll see in the continuation, there's something specific of year in connection to Kitura, in connection to this marriage, and why he switches it specifically to Yechani. And therefore he switched it to the name Yechani. The Gemara is Akhtan Saita. The Gemara in Saita tells us about this name Yaichani, as a widow that lives amongst neighbors and she's always visiting her neighbours. Is from the Mivala Yailam. She's those that erode the world. And who is this Kagan Basri TV. Like this Almana Basri TV. Now, who was this Yecheni Basritivi? Is Rashi mefarish? So Rashi says as follows: Almana mechashefa ha'isa. She was a widow, and she was involved in sorcery. Because she magi'e isha. When it came the time for a woman to give birth, ha'isa So with her sorcery, she would stop her birth. And after this woman had a lot of pain. So, so then she would come and say, She would make believe as if she's coming to help her now, and she would say, Should I come and beg for mercy for you that you should, you should be saved? Maybe Hashem will listen to my prayer. And then she would go and get rid of her of her sorcery, and the child would be born. So this was what she did in a negative sense. But what do we see from this Gemara? This what she was trying to do is she wanted people to think as the lot that this is a supernatural birth. As a result of her davening. So now that I've explains, this is why she got this nickname of Yoichani. This name Yoichini means the It's a name connected to a miracle. This is verstandig from them what the Gemara is talking about. There's another Gemara in Brachos that tells us, "Harayeh, hune b'chaleim nes nassalay." If you see hune in your dream, so a miracle will recur to you. Yechanan, if you see Yechanan in your dream, nise nisim nasalai. That means even greater miracles will occur to you. So the name Yechanan means miracles. Aich, besides the name Yechanan, related to miracles it's specifically connected to giving birth to children in addition to this name regarding this almana, which is a supernatural birth that she tried to make believe as if that's happening the Pasuk says these, these are the children that Hashem has given me or Hashem has graced me with and the term Hanan is used and Hanan is related to the name Hanan so now what do we understand from this? The name Yechani, in itself is, refers to a birth and actually a supernatural birth. married a and her name because here he was trying to accomplish a new birth through an in learning title with his nephews. In a supernatural way and not in the usual way because they weren't interested in learning the So he had to open them up and use a tremendous supernatural birth to bring them into Taita. That's what he was hinting at, oh, that's what he, was, what he was empowering them by bringing this pasik and using the term Yechani. So this explains the continuation of the story. They corrected him and they said that the Pasuk says Keturah. He referred to them as Bnei Keturah. He did not want the, the concept of Keturah. And he says, no, no, no. If you're going to say Keturah, so then you're Bene Keturah. What does that mean? If we're going to read the Pasuk as Keturah, Keturah means to tie closed. The, the womb is closed which is opposite of what the name Yecheneh means. Yecheneh means a birth, and even a supernatural birth. So the, so the new birth in their learning of teira to engage in him with him in learning, will not be accomplished. To open up their minds to learning Tehre. They'll remain children of which means tied, closed, with a closed mind. Not having the ability to understand words of Torah. So he was even pushing them further. No, don't remain closed. Don't remain B'nai Keturah. This was another way of pushing them to open up to the supernatural birth of Yechani. Leighton B'nai, according to this explanation that we said before. So the Rebbe now is connecting this back to a detail that was said before in Sifay involved regarding Vayasev, Avram, Goyma, Piyenishal, Tayrish, and Berashi. What is Vayayisef Avram, according to the deeper understanding in Rashi, mean as we Avram had gedafet oivtana he suffered vichidish Since Avram avinu, when he went and remarried Hagar, was accomplishing something completely novel. Dorich mahapir zayin from gimul klipas atmeis l'k'tush. He's elevating from the lowest klipas into holiness. Hat gemust sein der vayayisef Avram. So it must first be a vayayisef Avram, which means oh he suffered. Is something novel within Avram himself. He suffers within Madriges Avram, that a new level in Avram that he draws from Atmos from the essence of the Eibushter. That's the meaning of Aviyesev Avram. Kemenuch Mas We could also explain Alpipt Nimi Yisan Yanim on a deeper level. was Das Vos Rabtarfen Hadgebracht Oy Chaschalas Hakasa Vayesev Avram. Why, when Rabtarfen was speaking to his nephews, he also quotes the beginning of the pasuk Vayesev Avram. The Lachayde because seemingly Volgeven Genug Vnezak Vayikach Oshma Yoychani. That a wife was taken and her name was Yechani. And they would know which Pasik is referring to. Well, this is the only Pasik in Torah that it says, it says it in this way, even if it does not say the, pasuk, the beginning of the Pasik by Yosef Avram. So, why did he also quote the words of Yosef Avram when he's speaking to his nephews? And this is a question, even based on what the rabbi said before. The rabbi said the whole point of him bringing this pasik is to speak about this birth and the birth of Yechini and not Keturah. He was telling them, Don't be children of Keturah which are tied closed, closed minded. Open up your minds to Tayre. But for that point, he didn't have to bring the beginning of the pasik by Yosef Avram. However, according to what we said before, this is understood. In order that, Rabtafen should have the power to teach them Teire. By these, by his nephews, this was like a new birth, like a, something completely novel, a completely new breakthrough. He has to work with himself, to connect himself, to draw within himself a deeper connection to the essence of Teire. And then by him connecting Ta'atmus to, to the essence of the Avish is he then able to reach even his nephews, which are completely outside and not associated with Tayre. So therefore he brings the Posik and something similar that it says in Tayrah itself. First there was an addition in Avram himself. And then, and, then, that is, and then he marries Keturah. The hisafa in madrika safra this new level in abram himself hat gebracht that is okene sein wa yikhi shgama this gives him the ability that now he can take a new wife shatakhlasu kahemshb parsha va tailadlay the purposes as the past says that they gave birth an inyan fun hilada ve his hatrus kanal a new birth and a supernatural birth as we explained before fa idl farish indam was kari alayen benekatura another way to explain why, in the conclusion of this incident, so Raptafim tells his nephews that they are Bnei Keturah. So here the Rebbe will explain this that this is actually something positive. Before the Rebbe said Bnei Keturah is, he was telling them, don't be close minded, don't be Bnei Keturah. Here the Rebbe says we could explain as follows The Rambam Paskint as Bnei Keturah, the descendants of Keturah, Shem al Avram, which are descendants of Avram, chayovim have the mitzvah and are obligated in the mitzvah of Brismila. This, hey, so what do we see here? As When went and married which is something completely novel. elevating even Hagar, not according to the normal process of elevating holy sparks in the world. Kanal above, as was explained before. What he accomplished is this went so far as asalzayin that these B'nai Keturah, he gave birth to these children and that they and their descendants are obligated in the B'ris. Now what is the significance of being connected and obligated in the Mitzvah of B'ris mila? is Rashi from Miala Llanu HaShemayim? As al says in Torah Air, mila is, makes up the words of Miala Llanu HaShemayim? Who could ascend up to heaven? Shesayfiya Tevis avaya, And the Saifi Tevis <Hebrew> is Yudke vafke of of these of these four words, mi yalla no a shamaima, the end of these words is yutke vavke. So you understand that the beginning of the words of so the Mi Ya'lana Hashamayima is even greater than Avaya. It says Hachufinas Tayra and Shema Avaya. So Mila is greater than Tayra and even higher than the name Avaya. This says Hachuf Sayyid Rishtal shlos. The mitzvah of Bris Mila is a connection above Sayyid Rishals. And das kommt, Turuk Malta Masarlislav. This is revealed and accomplished through the mitzvah of Bris Biruchniyes, which is Chuva. To circumcise the heart in This is what Rabtarfin was saying to his nephews when he responded to them and referred to them as children of Keturah Raptarfin, Hat referred to them and brought down into them. Inze, them a new birth in Limudat Tayre. In their ability to learn tayrah, not according to the regular order of things, they were completely disconnected of Tayrah, but he brought on a deeper power of Tayrah. Al Avram Similar to this accomplishment of what Avram Avinu accomplished when he remarried Keturah. And they now became a in the midst of grismila, He elevated them to this level of mi alalono vashamayim. And this is the same thing that Raphaelfin brought into his nephews that couldn't learn taida.